Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Facebook leads the industry in stopping bad actors online. That's because they've invested $13 billion in teams and technology to enhance safety over the last five years. It's working. Over the last few months, they've taken down 1.7 billion fake accounts to stop bad actors from doing harm. But working to reduce harmful and illicit content on their platforms is never done. Learn more about how they're helping people connect and share safely at about.fb.com safety. Hey everybody, I was thinking about something that I've quoted before and that I heard Chris Rock say years ago in regard to uh, America. And he said that uh, America to to black people, the black experience in America felt like uh, your uncle paid your way through college, but he molested you. And that's that's a pretty, pretty accurate feeling, I would say. As I was sitting here, I was thinking that it feels it feels kind of like, and this is just just me having, you know, watched documentaries and read information on, um, you know, the capital of slavery, Reconstruction, uh, the political impact, the economic impact of slavery, for and against and um, through basically. Um, black Americans and what what became of black people up to this very day and it feels it felt kind of like you know like it like I've heard I heard a story where a girl was talking about when she was about roughly nine years old her mother got a new boyfriend and seemed like a nice guy you know uh, decent money treated her mother all right but around about about a year into it, almost to her 10th birthday, he started touching her inappropriately. And she told her mom and her mother uh, got offended and blamed her and called her fast and called her, you know, all sorts of names, you know, basically kind of kind of alluding to the fact that it must have been something that the little girl had done to try to entice him or entrap him or whatever the case may be. And then proceeded to tell family members that the little girl was fast and to watch out and all this and all that. And of course, the little girl got angry and got upset and started becoming more uh, violent, you know, in school and in the home. And as she got older, of course, she became more promiscuous because she she had no way of leaving, leaving the house. Nobody believed that her family was essentially poisoned against her and they believed it for whatever reason and she she had no had nowhere to go so she had to endure you know the treatment of her mother looking at her extremely negatively through no fault of her own and a predator in the house that whenever he felt like it I guess would try and come and take advantage sometimes successfully sometimes unsuccessfully and all she could do was control the little piece of her, you know, that she had control over her anger. And I think both of those are 
incredibly true because, and I'm reading the book, uh, Barack Obama's book, The Promised Land, and it just, it's, it's, yeah, it's just, it's a difficult experience because I think both the, the, the story about the girl that I knew and then the, the quote from Chris Rock both ring very true to me. And I think that in, in studying the history of my people going back to before slavery, uh, during slavery, after slavery, uh, Jim Crow era, up until, you know, now. And it it's, it's disappointing because I think of, I, I understand how Barack Obama had such idealistic viewpoints of America. I can understand it because on paper, that's what America should and could be. But then the part that gets me is that for for me, historically, for when I say me, people who look like me and people who are uh, classified in the same class that I would be as African-American, haven't enjoyed the same rights and freedoms and opportunities as those who as those who are also called Americans. It's our Americanness is like a, a, a different form of America. The, the duality of America, or as, you know, W.E.B. Du Bois said, the double consciousness. So it's it's problematic because I think of those I think of those things and I think of, you know, what what do you what do you tell your your children about America, you know, and whether whether I tell them positive or negative, they'll find out for themselves. But I don't want them to be unprepared for what it could be either way. Could be good and it could be bad. But I want them to know the history of people who look like them, people who look like their parents, their grandparents. I'd like them to know the history of what they what they've come from and what they what they've had to endure historically. I'd like to know that. I'd like them to know that. Um, it's just, it's tough to think about, you know, when people, when you, when you watch, you know, history and you study behind the history and you realize that a lot of decades and, and generations of your family were were set set um set amok and scattered and shattered and disenfranchised and oppressed just because of somebody's whim essentially i don't want those people to have this or i personally feel this way about that type of person and because that person is in a position of power or because that person has access to influence Things aren't done that normally would have been done for American citizens and your family suffers the brunt of it. Things that could have easily have been resolved and made the country better for everybody weren't done because of bias. Bias that could have easily been overcome by just looking at the information. The the, the part that got me most about Reconstruction the reconstruction time period was that it it showed the potential of black people it showed 
what we could be because that was the one time it felt like historically where there was a real move toward power. There was a real move toward actual life and generation changing power. And I thought it was disappointing because it was never realized. And that was the part that, that bugged me the absolute most that I couldn't, I couldn't see, uh, I couldn't see, um, how, how, how people could do that. And then to have it all taken away and all broken down and all sanctioned basically, because any point during that, that whole process, you know, we could have had help from law enforcement or the military to say that these things are happening to American citizens. And I don't believe that it would have been tolerated anywhere else. And, you know, it bugs me because that's my people that we were allowed to be trapped like fish in a, in a bucket in many, many communities. And it bugs me because it's it still feels to a lesser degree, agreeably to a lesser degree. It still feels like that now. And it's hurtful. And it, it it's hurtful, that whole aspect of it. But to see the, the potential makes me more optimistic. And to know that, you know, that the idea of America is a great thing. But the actuality of America is not necessarily always so, so great. And to say that is not to be un-American or unpatriotic. It's to explain one's own position within a collective, a large collective, a nation. And I think people are so quick to hear any any statement that is not complimentary as as some type of revolt or some type of traitorous, you know, narrative. And I don't think that's ever the case. I think that in order for us to be great, we must examine the good and the bad and work to improve or eliminate the bad and to to accelerate or to make larger the good. So just a lot of thoughts, man. Just I want better for my country, which means I want better for my people because we are a part of this country. We are the the foundation of this country. We are the the lifeblood and and the heart of this country. I just want this country to respect us and see us as that. So that's my thoughts. Millions of Americans are getting back to work. CareerBuilder calls it the great rehire. And we want to help you get the best jobs before everyone else. CareerBuilder gives you the competitive edge to get the job you want, at the salary you want, with the benefits you want. We even send job alerts so your perfect job lands right in your inbox. Go to CareerBuilder.com today or get left with whatever jobs are left. Find your next job fast at CareerBuilder.com.